Welcome, friends, followers, and fellow book lovers. I'm back with another book review. And this book, Three Leadership Principles, is one, he took ownership for his life. Two, he led his second boat crew. Excuse me. Yes. I should say he led the second boat crew he was on. Uh, number three, he chose to serve the children of those fallen in combat, um, those families. And um, this guy is amazing. Some of you, if I told you who it was, you'd be like, oh, man, this guy again. Let me tell you what, this is round two. This is round two, okay? But this is the guy who really loves his pain. I mean, he loves his pain. And uh, if that doesn't give you a clue, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. All right. The first section from the book. Now, again, this is my second time through it, okay? Because when you're driven, whatever is in front of you, whether it's racism, sexism, injuries, divorce, depression, obesity, tragedy, or poverty, that becomes the fuel for your metamorphosis. So whatever it is, whatever... Um, things a little off. What whatever it is that somebody has against you, use that as your fuel. Um, one of um one of my mentors he frames it this way: turn your rejection into energy. Same concept, just framed a little differently. Um, but I love this because we can take that negativity and use it. Use it for fuel. Oh yeah, that's what you think of me? Get this. And just as you're going through whatever you're forcing your change or, you know, however you're doing your personal accountability, um, whether you're using a mirror or you're just writing in your journal or whatever it could be, put that in your accountability. All right, number two. The confidence I developed didn't come from the perfect family or God-given talent. It came from personal accountability. Whew. Personal accountability, which brought me self-respect, and self-respect will always light a way forward. And I got to tell you what, when you when you love and respect yourself, um, even if it's growing, even if it's growing, um, it'll be huge for you. And I know because I've had some of those growth experiences myself, but I know because the author continually goes back to that personal accountability, continually goes back to that and uses that as part of his refueling method, if you will, to get him fired up, to get him excited for whatever it is he's going into face and to help him through challenges that he's actively facing. Whether it's um, was in the surf, whether it was in the sand, whether it was doing something else. All right, number three. The more often you get uncomfortable, the stronger you become. And soon you'll develop a more productive, can-do dialogue with yourself in stressful situations. And I, I could not have framed it that way personally. 
Um, because I just didn't have I didn't have the words to frame it that way personally. Um, but I really like that because. And I'm like burning through these. Oh, I missed one. That's why. Um, I really like that because for myself, I saw as we traveled with the army and we went to new places and my parents pushed us to go out and do. And we, we faced challenges. We faced some obstacles. I faced getting hit with a car like nine or 10 years old and Losing the dinner halfway down the street. Going to the hospital with a broken leg. Living in the hospital for a week by myself. Because my parents had other kids and my dad worked full time and he was a soldier. Now, at the time it sucked. Time was terrible. I look back at that and I'm like, come on, man. But again, perspective. Perspective. Looking back at your past successes at the at the stressful situations you've gone through and then oh yeah oh yeah I, I can do this I can do this all right the point I missed is is if you haven't guessed who it is now you probably will this time I sought out pain fell in love with suffering and eventually transformed myself I gotta tell you what Number five is that this is a game you are playing with yourself. I love that he embodies the I compete with myself mentality, attitude, belief. He is all about I compete with myself. Man, come on. You did what yesterday? And you're crying about this now? Come on. And I love, love that he accepts um, personal accountability so powerfully. There's a story in this book where he is um, taking a test of sorts. And um, he cheats the test. But they already, but he realized that they would probably know that he did it. And he figured, what the heck, I'll just do it and we'll see what happens, right? So he got in. In on time, he got the test turned in on time, but because he cheated, and it it wasn't a huge big life. It would have been a life changing thing if he passed it. Um, but in this case, um, it it wasn't. He wasn't gonna take it as, um, it's their fault. Like he owned it completely on the situation. He messed up, made a mistake, and had to really bust his butt and so okay number six i actually tapped into the emotional state i felt during those victories and in so doing accessed the sympathetic nervous system and it allowed him to power through his challenges now Going back and reliving your victories is what he calls cookie jar, cookies. There's a cookie jar in his mind, okay, 
And in that cookie jar, he's got his victory stashed in there. Oh, I survived growing up in Buffalo and getting beat. I survived working till 10, 11 o'clock at night at my dad's skate park, skating rink. I survived escaping that environment. I survived this and that. And then it turned around to, I taught myself how to swim. I lost 106 pounds in three months. Like, like legit, amazing personal transformation stories. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, oh, oh before I go on that, um, the cookie jar concept really like grabbed a hold of me this time around. And I sat down and I wrote out my own cookies, a, a bunch of victories. And as I was writing it, I was like, oh, hey, what about that? Oh, let me put that in there. Yeah, I did that too. Um, not to toot my horn, but to point back to the author that he gave me something to help fuel my own transformation. Um, and if you haven't guessed who this is yet, here on my YouTube channel or my Rumble channel. This is David Goggins. Can't hurt me. This is round two. This is the second time I've gone through the book. First time I did it in audio. Um, but this time I actually did it uh, audio at 1.7. And then read the book at the same time. And um, man, it was a pace. But I did it for a leadership uh, book study that we've got going on tonight with... Um, my leadership group with my leadership group. And um, I got to tell you what, I enjoyed going through it again. But uh, if I read it again, I'll probably have to get the clean version because uh, <laughs> um, there's a whole lot of cussing going on. Uh, but if you haven't read Can't Hurt Me or Never Finished, I cannot highly recommend these books enough. And there are clean versions in, in print, maybe Kindle too. I'm not really sure. Um, but guys, gals, if you if you haven't read either one of these books, I, I can't tell you enough um how you need to you need to pick it up and, and read them because they will definitely help you with your own personal transformations. Um, thank you guys for close for, for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and share it. If you want to listen to um, the first Can't Hurt Me book review or the Never Finished book review, I will put that down below. Otherwise, my friends, Veritas vos librabit, the truth shall set you free, semper vigilio fortis, viglio fortis, paradis e fidelis. Always vigilant, brave, prepared, and faithful. Design will. Out.